From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson here with you today. And this one is number 34. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this episode is on anxiety and uncertainty. Now, you continue to listen to this podcast because you value yourself. The unconscious only wants the best for you. And what do I mean by that? The unconscious only wants the best for you. How do you know? Well, do you ever find yourself captivated by a a piece of art, a movie, a movie that just draws you in, just completely inspires you? Or you watch YouTube videos of these powerful and motivated speakers, right? These motivational speakers who who just speak the truth, who speak wisdom and and from their hearts and you get so captivated and motivated and your whole entire state changes within that moment when you watch these people just talk about this truth and you and there's something inside of you that just grabs onto it. And that's what I mean by the unconscious. It wants to change. And it's not just wanting to change. It's that there's something that you could be that you're not. And that's what it is. The, the, the feeling and the, the desire to be someone out of your reach that you are currently not being. And that's what I mean by the unconscious wanting to be better and wanting the best for you. It's those moments where you just get so captivated by a piece of film or artwork and you just feel differently. You're like, you know what? I can be more than I am right now. And that's the unconscious. And it's that's the that in that in not just that but that's why your unconscious continues to bring up emotional memories for instance you resolve emotion an emotional memory using reframing exercises or a in a, in a in a meditation form or through rational thoughts you get rid of a memory that's been bugging you that's been really really on your mind and within the unconscious, but you realize once you resolve that memory, another one pops up and you're like, what the heck? You know, I, I just can't, I just can't seem to get any control. But the reason why another memory pops up, it's because the unconscious mind is telling you that there's this you need to deal with as well. So a lot of people when that happens, they push it back down because like, oh, I resolved this issue. I don't want to deal with that now. I want to push it back down and resolve that another time. But the thing is, is that we have to pay attention to these 
memories that pop back up. Pop when they pop back up, it's a signal. It's a message from your unconscious saying, "You have to deal with this," or "I'm just going to hold on to this emotional memory. I'm just going to hold on to this energy." And that energy is being stored within your body. And you don't want to hold on to that stuff because it manifests. You know, you you are constantly being pushed out of your consciousness and into a an emotional state, which is that energy. That energy from a past emotional experience that bothered you or it it had an imprint on you and to release that energetic weight not, not only through reframing exercises or rational thought it's also through your habits you know or exercise and you know it's how you how you deal with your body and it's really when people say your body's a temple and it's absolutely true because your our bodies hold these parts these energetic parts that are are stored and and these parts are memories emotional memories that we have not dealt with so anxiety is an overactivated amygdala reacting to a perceived danger so you might have unconsciously paired something in your environment as dangerous and you overreacted to that perceived threat now your amygdala which is the fight flight and freeze response it's on high alert trying to keep you safe and by doing so it erases sensations okay and not erases sorry it it brings about sensations it doesn't erase sensations it actually activates a lot of sensations within the body that resemble health concerns such as tingling in the hands and feet numbness in the arms um dizziness lightheadedness nausea headaches lump in the throat sensation back pain and they are only a natural response they are just a, a natural response so we perceive these sensations as life threatening and a lot of people end up in the emergency room because of their their perceptions over these sensations they don't know what's going on you know they think they're having a heart attack because their heart skips a beat or they have chest pains the tingly in the hands people get confused and that's why they end up in the emergency room and it's that uncertainty that's the uncertainty that people fear most is you know their health you know, oh my god, am I going to die of a heart attack right now? Oh my god, what if I faint right now? You know, oh my god, what if there's something seriously wrong with my heart? And then they start picturing these 
images in their minds, you know, having cancer, having a disease, having something seriously wrong with their heart. And then that just spirals, it snowballs, they start homing in on it, they start paying attention to it. And that's crucial to understand paying attention to that sensation, drawing up that imagery. And, and what happens when you keep that imagery alive in your mind when you when you give that imagery such great emotion when you give that imagery great emotion you're going to keep it alive you're going to keep the sensation alive because you're 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 paying you're you're homing in all of your energy onto that one particular thing for instance I'll give you an example when I was concerned about my kidneys I had nothing wrong with them, but at the time I thought I did. And I had this pain in my right side. And I was, every day I was paying attention to it, paying attention to it. So where focus goes, energy flows. That's important to understand. Where focus goes, your energy flows. So my energy was flowing right down to that part of me, that the side, my right side, that that pain. And I was keeping it alive. All of my energy was going right to it. I woke up and I was paying attention to it. And, you know, I was going to bed and I was paying attention to it. And that's the uncertainty. I was uncertain. And even though my doctor was like, Brad, you know, you have nothing wrong. We, we did, we did, we did some tests and you're, you're healthy and, and you're good. And, I was like, no, I don't believe you because I, 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 I feel it. I feel it and it has to be something. I, I Googled it and I ingrained this strong belief around that sensation. I, it's just a strong belief. And I was just holding on to that part. And my all my energy was just flowing to that one part. And just I was just keeping it alive myself and and what happened was i was doing exercises where i was changing my belief around that part and using cognitive behavioral therapy to get my mind off of it and eventually it went away because i i started i stopped giving it attention and that was a huge breakthrough for me but it's the uncertainty and anxiety sufferers they all, they're always fearing uncertainty. You know, am I going to embarrass myself when if I go to that shopping mall or that business meeting? Because what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I faint? What if I have to leave because my head is hurting me or I feel nausea and I have to throw up or whatever it is? It's that uncertainty. What if this happens? You know, and it's usually catastrophic thoughts. So... That's the uncertainty and breaking down uncertainty. It's really, you know, it's, it's the, it's the chaos, you know, and, and when it comes to uncertainty, anxiety sufferers don't know how to take care of themselves in that chaos. And that's really important to understand. That's why I talk a lot about new habits like meditations in the morning, exercise, eating properly, getting enough rest. And these are all parts, you know, um, 
going for walks, getting in touch with nature, reading, getting out of your comfort zone, and and journaling. All of these things are tools. These tools provided me with much, much, much more order in my life. And these tools helped me handle the chaos. Because if you decide, you know what, I'm just going to wake up, run out the door, go handle it. That is not the way to go. You don't have the tools. You're not preparing yourself for battle. You're not preparing yourself. You need to prepare yourself. All of these motivational speakers and successful people that you look up to or your unconscious looks up to, they all have structure in their lives. They they have routines that they know will benefit their performance, whether it's acting or they're giving a speech or they're giving a presentation or they just want to do a good job at their job, they have order and more structure. They know how to prepare and they know how to to, to organize themselves. And that's crucial. When Once I started to meditate and, and write in my journal every day and have that time to mentally prepare, my days were so much better. I had more tools to handle the chaos that was to come. You know, if I was fearing a, a panic attack in the day or a certain meeting or uh, a certain event or a dinner with friends or, you know, it doesn't matter... I knew what I had to do. I knew I had to mentally prepare, do some visualization exercises, because when you visualize how you want the day to go and you disassociate yourself and envision the you that you want going through the motions, going through the day, then that speaks directly to your unconscious because the unconscious recognizes and only understands imagery and emotions. So the more emotions you provide that mental exercise with, the more you're going to get out of it, the more it's going to ingrain within your unconscious. You're just un- you're just telling your unconscious mind what you want. And your unconscious will be like, "Yeah, this is what he wants or she. This is what she wants." And that's the tools just just go just like going with it and just being waking up and just going with it is not the way to go at all it's not you got to prepare you got to have the tools you have to arm yourself you don't go into a cave without a sword and a shield and body armor would you back in the medieval days if you're like okay king arthur and his men you're at the round table and They're all putting on their armor, their shields, their swords, preparing themselves mentally as well, organizing what they're going to what they're going to do. And you're like, no, I'm just going to go with it. And you don't put on your body armor. You don't put on your sword and shield. Would you would you? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm going to put on all this armor and and prepare and practice and and that's what it is about when overcoming anxiety. 
You don't just go with it. You don't just wake up and just go with the flow. You prepare yourself. You mentally prepare. You meditate. You write in your journal. What do you really want? What do you want? What what do you want to what do you what what's your outcome for today? That's a that's a better way of putting it. What's your outcome? And how are you going to feel when you get back home after you've conquered the day to the best of your ability? How are you going to feel when once you get back home? And that feeling is 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 going right to your unconscious because that's how you really want to be and feel. So it does take 21 days to run on a new habit. It does take 21 days to run on a new habit. So start every day. So how do you do it? How how do you move forward and overcome this anxiety you're currently facing. Implement new habits every day. You might find that there's a lot of resistance when you start implementing new habits. and But as you go, you kind of tweak it to how you like it. For instance, I'll give you an example. With meditation for me, I was listening to a lot of guided meditations. And there's a there's many mornings where you know I I was listening to meditations that didn't really do it for me so I would switch it up and find another meditation so I collected via on this app insight timer when I downloaded this app I saved meditations that really spoke to me that really affected me that really impacted my day so it's just about trial and error and to stick with it it's important that you do to stick with it you need to just force yourself to do it you know if i don't meditate today then you know i'm just going back to my old self you don't you don't want to go back to your old self you want to move towards your role models you want to move towards a better you, a more empowering you. So do it every day. Start th- those routines. Give yourself time in the morning. Oh, Brad, you know, I don't have that time in the morning to do all that. Well, you're going to end up facing failure. And you're going to you're, go- you're going to continue to run on anxiety. You're not going to better yourself. I was working 16-hour days in the film industry. At this time, I was going through my anxiety recovery. There's not one day where I missed my morning routine. There was not one day. I woke up tired. I still did it because I didn't want to go back to my old self. I woke up at 5. I woke up at 5 a.m., meditated for 20 minutes, including journaling. So 20 minutes, you know, I shortened it a bit. Usually my morning routine was half an hour, but I had to work with what I got. You know, I was working 16 hour days. I woke up and I did the journaling for for about five minutes. I meditated for about 15, did a 
a few stretches, total 20 minutes. Then I went, got ready, and went out the door. I always did that. I did it because I didn't want to go back to my old anxious self. I was on the road to a new me. And that's where I'm going to leave it today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the love and support. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, I have the Facebook community. So check that out. I'm on I'm on Facebook, um, The Anxiety Project. I'm on Instagram. Go to unpluganxiety.com for one-on-one coaching. And subscribe to the YouTube channel where I post not only the podcast, but videos as well. Meditations, as well as videos of myself where I talk about anxiety recovery. Once again, thank you so much. Do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.